When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Trader, a traitor's podcast. My name's Matthew and I'm a writer working in TV development and I am a 100% faithful. The Trader is a deep dive into every episode of the hit TV competition series, The Traitors. And this is season three of the podcast dedicated to The Traitors Australia. We are well into the series now and we'll be taking a detailed look at episode 7 today. And when I say we, I mean my guest co-host and I. Normally I'd have the TT News section at this point where I run down all the latest traitors news from various franchises. However, we're essentially at a traitor's lull between the three English-speaking seasons. Australia Season 2 has finished filming and we're just awaiting a release date. And the UK and US seasons are most likely about to start filming in the next month or so. Apart from Kieran from the UK traitors getting ready to release a dance track, yes, you heard that correctly, there's not much else to report, so I'll only bring back TT News when there's really something worthwhile to report on. Which means we're ready to power ahead and meet our co-host. My co-host today is the most returning co-host ever. It's Lindsay Chisholm. Lindsay, how are you going? How are you going, darling? How the bloody hell are you? That was like Australian and Essex mixed together. You're like, hey, how are you going, darling? How are you going, darling? <laughs> um, how has your life changed since you are on episode one of this season of the podcast? Um, it's changed dramatically. I'm now recognised in the streets. <laughs> um, I've now got a million pounds in my account. Um, I'm getting loads of TV offers to go on to like reality shows. I've just said yes to them all. So watch the spice. That's really funny because I haven't seen any of that success. So don't know how it's happened to you, not me. No, just got it. Eh? Yeah. Now <laughs> we are going to talk about episode seven of the Traitors Australia today. Before we get into it. At this point, I don't really need to tell you, Lindsay, the rules of our game, but for the benefit of the listeners, here's how the Trader Traitor works. Our goal throughout the episode from here on in is to tell one lie to one another. The lie has to be a fabrication or a made-up fact. It can't be a fake opinion. Like saying you think Angus was a great traitor, when actually you think he was the worst traitor ever of all time throughout history. At the end of the episode, we each have to put our traitor hunting skills to the test and decide what we thought the other person's lie was. Are you ready to play the traitor, traitor, Lindsay? Yeah. 
in that case, our game starts now. And we're going to talk about episode seven of The Traitors Australia. <laughs> So we start the episode with a recap of the previous episode. Uh, we are reminded that the Faithfuls have caught back-to-back traitors now at Banishment. We had Angus, and then we had Claire in the last episode. We also saw the gamble take place. So three of the players were, were chosen by the traitors to take part in this roulette task. And it paid off for them, and they won $148,000. Mark coined the, the phrase, the traitor, and he's on the rampage to find another traitor now. Yeah. Uh, so we, we've got two traitors left, really. We've got Nigel and Marielle, and at the end of the last episode, they were thinking about who they wanted to murder. Either Mark or Kate seemed to be in their sights. Mm-hmm. So we begin at breakfast, and Alex arrives first. And I feel like this is the first time we really get to know much about Alex. We've only yeah. seen little brief snippets of her before. Um, so her backstory is revealed. She is a model. She talks a little bit about being bullied at school. And she thinks that that made her very good at being quiet and observational. And she tells us about why she wants to win the money on the traitors. She wants to fund her IVF treatment with her partner, Tiff. What do you think about Alex? Um, I had kind of no feeling about her until I got to see her. Like this season seems to be, there's quite a lot of characters they're not introduced at the start. They're just kind of like dropping them in throughout the whole season, which yeah. is a bit strange. But she's all right. She's okay. She's not. She's not my my potential winner so okay. far. I've noticed the same thing. I was just rewatching episode uh, ten or ten and eleven the other the other night, and even at that point. There are still like contestants being sort of we, we see their backstory for the very first time so yeah. far into the season, so it's quite yeah. unusual. Uh, Marielle arrives at breakfast as well. She says that she still doesn't feel any guilt about Angus or Claire because she helped to banish both of them. She says she's here to play a game and she thinks that the faithfuls are totally clueless. And she says that they only caught Angus and Claire because of her. So she's pretty confident about what she's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I think Marielle's getting quite a lot of screen time here because there's also yeah. a flashback to her voting out Claire. So she seems, you know, she's been given quite a lot of importance in the episode. Uh, she's also got a lot of confidence in herself as well. Yeah. Which could be a good thing, but could also be a bad thing. <laughs> Dirk arrives next and he arrives singing Phantom of the Opera (laughs) and Alex says that this makes her suspicious of him because she's wondering why he's so carefree Uh, so yeah I I love Dirk I like Dirk as well Yeah, Dirk makes me laugh he just seems like he'd be like one of the guys you could just hang out with and have just like the whole day would just go on really quick because he's just so funny yeah. So calm. He's just like he's quite. He's quite an interesting character. Are you saying that because you know that he is coming on the podcast and you want to beg him up and become celebrity <laughs> friends with him? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Lewis then asks if anyone. Sparky. The spa- Lewis the Sparky. Sparky. He asks uh, the other people who are there already. He says, "Is anyone even thinking about Mark as a traitor?" And Teresa just goes, "No." Uh, Nigel tries to keep it going a little bit though and Marielle kind of suggests like maybe Mark could be a traitor and Teresa still just goes nah, nah, she's not having it we love Teresa Queen Teresa, I love her well on uh, one of the most recent episodes my guest Rob uh, anointed Teresa Saint Teresa because she's his favourite contestant so I said that from now on I would call her Saint Teresa okay, okay uh, Matt, Matt arrives at breakfast and he now seems to be like rethinking things because he says, well, like Matt, of course, has been like so focused on Ther- on St. Teresa. <laughs> but now he says, well, I had no idea about Claire 
and Claire turned out to be a traitor. Maybe I am wrong. And then about three seconds later, he just says that, no, no, he's still 100% keeping going for treason. No, this guy's <laughs> all over the place, man. At least said he's an Italian stallion. <laughs> what? Are you saying you don't agree? That's quite big-headed, do you not think? <laughs> I'm an Italian stallion. He's going to love me. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Matt's an estate agent, so I guess maybe he has to be quite confident and maybe he believes he believes his own hype. He has to be his own hype man. And if I, if you check out the Trader Instagram page, I just posted that uh, Teresa will be on a future episode. So anyone who's got any questions that you want me to ask, Teresa can send them in. Uh, and Matt posted a comment on it saying that he still thinks uh, Teresa's a traitor. So that made me laugh. Kate and Mark are the last people who are missing. Uh, Fee and Teresa are very anxious because they're really close to Mark. They don't want their friend to be murdered. And everyone's saying, well, they can't get rid of Mark. He's our traitor hunter. We need Mark. Mm. But of course, Kate arrives and we realise that Mark is gone. And The thing is, when Kate walks in, she very, very quickly says, is it Mark? I knew it would be between me and him. And I wonder if this was wise of her to say that so quickly. Why? Because everybody else is, like, bawling their eyes out and, like, oh, my God! It's like, (laughs) a contestant's left the show. Like, he was really good. Don't get me wrong. He was very, like, spot on with quite a lot of things. But it's a game. And daily, folk are getting nominated out, voted out, getting murdered. Or as Matt... Did you notice that Matt had actually said that it's weekly in the episode? Yeah, I guess sometimes... It's kind of roughly daily. It takes them about two days to film each episode in The Traitors Australia. But I guess sometimes... In shows like this, they're told to say weekly or every week because it's going to be broadcast every week, so they have to act like it's every week. Um, That might be why he's saying that. Um, I just wondered if Kate shouldn't have said what she said because she said it so quick. Like She's obviously very clever. So she walked in and within seconds knew that she was from everyone's reactions she was probably the last person and that mark was probably the one who'd been murdered and she says i knew it'd be between me and him mm. and it just kind of maybe makes her look a bit suspicious like how did you figure that out so quickly yeah. and some of the other people do pick up on this uh, it's happened in a couple of episodes with kate people think she's so clever she notices things so quickly how is she doing that is she a traitor yeah yep. uh but you're right alex is really upset about mark and then we there's an interview with Mark in the car leaving the house, mm-hmm. and that doesn't happen every episode. That has only happened with Angus so far, but we get it with Mark, which uh, it, I must, it must be, I mean it must be because Mark was such a big character, um, so they wanted to give him a little bit of airtime, and it also yeah. gives him a chance to say that Mar- he says Mariel was next on his list. So I guess the producers wanted us to see that so that. We still know. Oh, he—it's a good job they yeah. murdered him. That was that was good because he was about to get out the next traitor. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Kate again. She's she's desperate to avenge Mark's murder, and she keeps saying, "I knew it would be me or Mark." And so Teresa becomes quite Saint Teresa becomes quite suspicious <laughs> of this, and she starts suggesting, "Well, maybe Kate is the traitor." Um, and Marielle jumps on it immediately. And she's Marielle says, how quickly did she say, oh, who's not here? Is it Mark? She says that Kate didn't even look around the room before asking that. She's and then Fee, Fee's like, yeah, 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 I noticed the same. <laughs> so that's why it maybe wasn't that wise of Kate to speak so quickly. But, but think about it. If you were in her position, though, well, any of the positions, when you come in and you're one of the last ones coming in, everybody's anticipating they're thinking who who's who's coming through who's who's cooking on that must be horrible going in there and then everybody's like oh it's you <laughs> i know Mark. and then yeah. they start crying and they get really upset <laughs> it's just like oh well um hi <laughs> you know? i know that's true 
They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I came back. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm I was sorry, not murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave. <laughs> so Bye. after breakfast, uh, it's time for the silver challenge for this episode. By the way, where was Roger at breakfast? Like, Roger usually comes in and talks to them and gives them a bit of a clue, and he didn't do it this episode, and I'm very upset about that. It's because he was in the car with Mark filming. <laughs> I like consistency. I like the same things to happen every episode. Um, so it it makes me wonder, like, did they have to edit? Did something happen at breakfast that they were like, oh, we'll just cut that bit out with Roger? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but it happens a lot. I'm looking too much into it. I yeah, know, I know. Um, it's because of playing this this game on this podcast. I've become suspicious of everything and everyone. Yep. Uh, so uh, at the challenge, though, we do meet Roger. He's there. He's waiting. Um, the scriptwriters are in top form because Roger says to them, "The traitors certainly hit their mark. Get it? Because Mark's been <laughs> murdered." Yeah. I got it. Uh, and Fee, go, Fee just goes, too soon. <laughs> and Teresa says it was a low blow. Yeah. They're not happy. They're still upset. Uh, so the challenge is all about uh, move, they, they need movers and shooters. They have to aim a catapult at a bunch of targets along this track of railroad. Um, it feels like the, the movers tasks are a bit pointless. They literally just have to like move their platform a little bit yeah and then like shoot i don't know i don't know what the point I don't of it really is i think it was that great of a task to be honest with you yeah well and some inside scoop if you listen to a future episode with dirk uh in our interview we talked a bit about this and he reveals some very interesting things that happen behind the scenes on this task uh yeah. so i'm definitely listening to that okay um, nigel and marielle are on foot they're kind of on their own because they have to load the balls onto the movers platform yeah they could totally just carry them to the shooters themselves <laughs> like it's, it's so weird like you guys pick up the balls you guys move your little platform other people you shoot at the target mm. um so nigel and mariel are on their own and they have like a quick secret little chat and nigel says that he's going to take mariel to the end he's not going to sell her out he promises and Marielle just goes, totally. Nigel <laughs> knows that he's not safe with her. Yeah, I think I think so. I think and he's like he's looking... quite panicky, I think. Yeah. He's trying to reassure himself and Definitely. trying to reassure her. Like, he's panicking. Yeah, because he he's just watched her yeah. turn on their other two traitors. Yeah. So I think he's like, oh, is she going to do that to me? I yeah. have to make sure that she's my best pal. And I have to make her know I'm going to like stick with her. But mm -hmm. yeah, she just goes totally. <laughs> like she's uh, she's not really doing that great a job of convincing him. I guess she's not lying. She's been kind of mm -hmm. honest. Yeah. Uh, so she's been a bit more kind of. Don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So Fee is on the little platform with Craig, Alex, and Teresa, and she says, "I still think I to try to." Um, and then Teresa mm -hmm. says, handy. And like, I was like, what did she just say? She goes, handy. And I was watching it with subtitles. Don't I don't know why. And uh, it came up saying like H-U-N-D-Y, handy. And I was like, what's handy? Is it like, is it like honey, hunty? And then I figured out, do you know what handy means? No. Handy, it's short for 100%. Like if you think something, like if you're like 100% faithful, you just go, I'm a handy. <laughs> okay it sounds like some sort of wild animal but okay <laughs> i'm like determined to incorporate the phrase handy into my everyday language now mm. even if no one knows what the hell i'm talking about i'm just gonna be like handy so I'm gonna use it at work tomorrow how do you See feel you that i've just googled that to make sure you weren't lying <laughs> <laughs> what does it say on google handy puro Sorry, plural slang hundred, especially one hundred dollars quotations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't lying. That's not. I've not. I don't lie. Mm. I even forgot we were playing a lying game. I don't know what you're talking mm, about. No, sorry, I googled something else. That I thought you were lying about. <laughs> ago, but <laughs> what else did you google? Uh, oh, I can't. I can't remember. But you were telling the truth, so it's fine. Okay, well, that's because I'm a truthful, honest person. 
Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, after we've had the amazing phrase handy, we go back to Nigel and Marielle, and uh, they're interested in how the next banishment will go. Um, they think it's probably going to be Kate because people are quite sus of her after the way she spoke at breakfast. Oh. And they want to murder Matt because they think like everyone's over him anyway and they won't really care if he gets murdered. Um, and they don't they don't how can, say how that... can you feel like that about one person and then they're crying their heart out about another person and they've known these people the same amount of time? Yeah, well Madness. Matt dug his own grave. He needs to stop talking about Saint Teresa. Yeah, uh, Sartre. Um, so the challenge ends eventually with like the classic final shot of them hitting the target just as the timer hits zero. How convenient. <laughs> and they win all the money available. They win all $20,000, which means that the total prize fund is $168,000. Um, this challenge segment ends with Matt inexplicably talking about St. Teresa again. He still says he's 100% going for her tonight. He will not be moved. So we return to the hotel. And uh, Kay is mega keen to get another traitor gone, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's got her eye on Dirk and St. Teresa. And meanwhile, vice versa. Teresa is all about Kay. Um, and Kay acknowledges very cleverly that the people who talk get murdered. In other words, mm-hmm. if you make yourself an obvious traitor hunter, like yep. Mark did, then the traitors will kill you. So yep. she knows that she kind of has to be careful. Um, we then get like, I guess we get Kate's backstory at this point as well. Yeah. Um, we see her MIV, which is another new term that I've discovered, M-I-V. Okay. Uh, and that means main interview. And I, <laughs> you can Google it if you want. That's not my lie. Uh, now that I'm working in TV, I have discovered this phrase, MIV. So in our MIV, uh, I, this is because when I when I did the first season of the podcast and I spoke to Christian from the US Traitors, he kept using this phrase MIV. And then uh, Amanda, who was in the, tra- the Traitors US as well, kept, would talk about her MIV, and I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> now I know what they're talking about. So main interview. You just like going along with them. Like, oh, I was yeah, just, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're MIV. Sure. So in Kate's MIV, uh, we find out that she's a photographer and she's a mega board game player. And so she loves strategy. Mm-hmm. And she says that she's been preparing for the traitors all her life, basically. Um, and back at the, at, at the hotel, they have this uh, sort of marshmallow barbecue scene. Uh, very like 90s rom-com, 90s <laughs> high school movie. Uh, it seems quite cute and friendly. But of course, Marielle is secretly plotting against Kate the whole time. Mm-hmm. We then get back in the cars because we have another challenge. We have the challenge to win the shield for the episode. Yeah. Now, uh, and that's another big difference between this version of the traitors and like the US and the UK ones that they have these two separate challenges. Yeah. In the UK and the US, you kind of did it all at once. Uh, so we're going off for our second mission, our second challenge of the episode. Teresa and Matt are in the car together, <laughs> and Matt's sitting in the back. Um, and Teresa's joking around with them. She says, "Are you willing to accept you're a hundred percent wrong?" And he just like sort of laughs along, and he says, "Oh yeah, I've got an open mind." Um, well, obviously he does not. And Dark thinks maybe Matt is like finally getting the message that he needs to just calm down a bit. So, just want to point this out. Okay. Trees and matted in the front, and ducks in back. Oh, sorry. I have. It's, this is that wasn't a lie. I swear that wasn't a lie. <laughs> I've just written it wrong because I've written. I realised when I said that out loud, it didn't make sense because I wrote mm-hmm. Teresa and Matt in car together brackets with Matt in back, but I meant mm-hmm. to write with Dirk in the back. So that wasn't a lie. I promise. I, I just tried to catching you. Out <laughs> Normal. I love how you noticed that despite having no notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, Dirk is in the back. I apologise. And then we go to Teresa's Miv, and she mm-hmm. says uh, she doesn't think Matt's a traitor. She just thinks he's a terrible faithful. Um, and I thought that was quite interesting, that concept that you can be, you don't need to be a traitor, you can just be a bad faithful. Like a bad faithful doesn't off. have to be the same thing as a traitor. 
Yeah. So, Lindsay, what do you think makes a good faithful? If she, if Mar- if Matt's a bad faithful, what's a good faithful? I think Matt's going to shoot himself in the foot because he keeps going on to that one person. He's very zoned in at that one person and not realising that there's two, maybe three, maybe more traitors, and he's yeah. just focusing on Teresa. Teresa's point black saying, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me, changing narrative, get, like, all the rest of it, and he's just not having it. So I think that's the bad trait. I think a good traitor would be, like... A good faithful. A good faithful, sorry, is the like of Alex, where she's really quiet, and she sits back, and she observes. Yeah. She kind of notices what everybody's doing, and she doesn't really kind of jump into the, the fold. Like, she just kind of, like, notices from afar, and I think... That's probably the winning, the winning element, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Um, and what what you said makes sense. Like, Matt is, you're right, he's so focused on Teresa. And that's, yeah. like, if he thinks it's Teresa, then fine. Mm-hmm. But you're right, he's forgetting, well, there's probably at least one other traitor. So yeah. if nobody's going along with your Teresa theory, just, like, put a pin in it and yep. think, well, if... As well as Teresa, who else could it be in addition? Like, I think it's, like... it's, if, 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 we were, if we were all in that game, right, me and you are in that game, mm-hmm. and he's constantly going on about Teresa, I would get pissed off with him and just be like, go and go and with somebody else. And that's maybe why they're like, right, we need to get rid of him. He's, he's pissing everybody off. He's like a broken record here. So if you were a traitor, would you murder him? Yes. And if you were a faithful, would you vote him out, even though you didn't think he was a traitor? If I was a faithful, I'd vote him out. <laughs> if I was a traitor, I think I'd keep him in because he's like, he's going for the wrong people. He's yeah. like a little songbird. He's just going from person to person. Yeah, and he's doing a good job for the traitors. He's doing a good job for the traitors, but for the faithfuls, he's absolutely not. Yes. Um, so back, back in the car, Matt admits Claire's banishment has thrown him and then cut to his Biv, and he says, mm, all eyes on Teresa. <laughs> so just back to square one with Matt. Yeah. So we arrive at the Silver Challenge. Uh, no, sorry, not the Silver Challenge, the Shield Challenge. And so I'm, I'm making so many mistakes this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. It's very hot in Scotland. Yeah. It's disgusting. I can't think straight. Well, um, I'm blaming it on that. Disgusting, it's like 26 degrees, but like everybody's dying here. The <laughs> we are not used to this. Mm-mm. Uh, so at the shield challenge, uh, the the what they have to do is shoot a crossbow at these glass panes, and every glass pane has somebody's name behind it. And if you shoot at someone's name and you break the glass, you've eliminated them from the game, and yeah. they can't get the shield. Quite like this uh, game. Yeah, I think it's really mm-hmm. cool. I'd love to give it a go. Yeah. Since you and I were laser zone experts back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> on point targets. Yeah. Remember uh, somebody brushed your nose? Yeah. Somebody got um, really carried away. That, and hit that's somebody gun. who's uh, become famous now. Do you know that? Yep. Yeah, we can't talk about that no, on the podcast, can't, though. We can't, we can't, no. Did you, do you actually know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I also remember them giving you a really oil, filthy thing to wipe your nose <laughs> with, and I was horrified. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Teresa is buzzing about this. She says her dad is a hunting enthusiast, so she's really good with uh, like guns and aiming things at targets. Yeah. I think it looks really hard, but um, it still looks fun. No one's doing very well at first. Um, the first few people aren't doing a great job. A few people are going for Nigel. Yeah. They're all aiming for his name. I don't... Well, I don't think it's because he's. they think he's a traitor. No, it's I think because it's because... shield. Yeah. We got the last shield. Exactly. So uh, they're just like, he is not getting it again. Yeah. Which is um, shit for Nigel, but. <laughs> yeah. This is going to go um, to you, Nigel. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Teresa, we know who Teresa's going to go for. Yeah. Teresa goes for Matt, gets him in one. <laughs> um, and once your name's been shot, you're out. You can't shoot the crossbow, so Matt's out. Uh, then Dirk, there's this really pivotal moment. So Dirk slips up. He is talking to Fee. Well, maybe not slips up then. He says something that ends up becoming a huge deal. Yeah. I think Dirk is like me and you. Like, 
when he's in the middle of playing that game, he's not thinking, oh my god, we're on the traitors. He's thinking, oh my god, this is fun. I want to like shoot people. He's not thinking about, oh my god, I'm going to get murdered tonight. Who's going to get murdered? He's just there enjoying himself in the element and like, I don't know, having fun, I guess. Yeah. So I don't think he slipped up. Like, it's a stupid thing to say, but I don't think it's meant the way that he said it. But obviously, yeah. in that situation, you're going to be like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah, he's talking to Fee about the shield and she says, oh, I really don't want to get murdered. And Dirk flippantly says, oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Mm. And Fee's like, what? <laughs> um, she immediately like tells Nigel, up. Dirk's not even thinking about murder. Um, this is another thing that if you listen to the interview with Dirk that I had, which, is, which will be coming up really soon, um, he explains what really happened here in a lot more detail he says there was much more context to that and he, he explains why yeah it really didn't make sense for fee to become obsessed with what he says as she does mm. um anyway uh, lewis eventually does shoot nigel's name and then dark shoots lewis teresa shoots alex kate shoots teresa Kate seems to be the main target from this point on because a few people are really suspicious of her. They don't want her to be protected from banishment because they're thinking about banishing her tonight. Yep. Kate goes again. She gets dark out. Um, Fee... And then she's just like, pew, 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 pew. Everybody's I know. Like, I love she's it. incredible. She's amazing. I bet she plays Laser Zone as oh, well. 100%. <laughs> because she's like a games person. Yeah. She's definitely done a laser quest. She probably meets her friends weekly and does it. Like, <laughs> she's just like, she's amazing. Or maybe she's just got a crossbow at home. Maybe. Well, we did come through COVID and people did think it'd be the zombie apocalypse. So That's maybe she true. bought one and was practicing during lockdown. Yeah. Actually, I do have a theory about why Kate is really good at this. Hear me out. What's Kate's job? She's a photographer. She's a photographer. Kate, stick with me. Kate looks through lenses all day. You could see my face right now. Uh-huh. And like has to focus on like she has to have a really good eye and like look through tiny camera lenses and like focus on things. Don't you think that makes her probably really good at looking down the barrel of a crossbow? <laughs> <laughs> no? Right. I can see where you're coming from. But if Thank you're you. taking a the picture, end of the conversation, I'm right. You're taking a picture and you've got a crossbow. It's two completely different things. It's basically the same thing. The crossbow is going to be probably really heavy for a start. So you're going to have press to press like, the button, take a picture, pull the trigger, shoot a crossbow. Well, it's heavy, and then you think to yourself, "Oh, I need to balance myself so I can get my aim properly." Like it's not just like a picture. I sometimes, take of... sometimes cameras are heavy. No, no, they're not. Okay, I've not convinced no, you. I no, I don't see your logic. I take pictures of trees all the time. I take pictures of nature. And I just... No, 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 no. No, not having it. Okay. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We'll see. So uh, Fee then shoots Marielle's name. Well done, Fee. And Marielle's really annoyed that she didn't go for Kate. Um, and that makes me wonder if Fee 
is actually suspicious of Marielle, but isn't saying it out loud. Like, why did Fee go for Marielle's name? I love Fee. I love Fee too. Um, She's such a nice person. She is. However, Fee doesn't last much longer in the game because Kate shoots her name next. Yeah. So it's down to Craig. (laughs) It's down to Craig (laughs) and Kate. Craig, I love Craig. All about Craig, but Craig is terrible at this game. Um, Like, on one hand, I feel really bad for him. On the other hand, it's so infuriating watching him missing every time. (laughs) I mean, it's probably really difficult, but still, I'm just like, oh my god, Craig. Um, Do you want to just run up to him, take the crossbow, and take the shot for him, and just just sit back, chill out? Yeah. I've got it. So, Kate finally hits Craig. Well, I say finally, she does it like incredibly quickly. She hits Craig's name. She wins the shield. She's so excited. And now she realises how much her name was under discussion because yeah. of everybody else's reaction. I'm actually and- really glad that she got so many people out and she got the shield, to be honest with you, because I've liked her again from the moment we've seen her. Yeah, me too. I, I'm glad that she's in it for at least another episode. Yeah. I, I really like Kate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I follow Kate on Instagram and her it's all just photography stuff uh she's an amazing photographer uh so uh teresa then um says that this puts like a huge spanner in the works because like so many of them were going to vote for kate and they're now gonna have to think of another tactic matt so also tunnel eye vision of who they want to go out again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) what Like, they've all spoke about how they want Kate out, and now they're like, oh shit, we can't vote her out. And then it's like deer in headlights. They're like, oh my god, oh my god, who are we going to vote? Who are we going to vote? <laughs> and so they get back in the cars. Fee, like, she's really frustrated about Kate. So she says she's going to go for Dirk now because of what he said that he wasn't thinking about murder. And she tells everyone else all about it. And Marielle, Lewis, and Nigel are in the car with her. Um, also, Little shout out here again. Fee says that Dirk is on her trader, and she says Matt came up with that. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> so I laughed a lot at that. Um, we're back at the hotel. We're having discussions before banishment. Kate's super relieved that she won the shield. Um, although she knows it doesn't last long, so she knows like, well, tonight this is going to help me, but long term I'm going to have to think about the fact that everyone's suspicious of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has Dirk and Teresa at the top of her list, but Dirk's kind of taken top spot after what he said to Fee. And Dirk is now figuring out, oh, my name's now out there, and he's starting to panic. Um, <laughs> Matt tries to like counsel him and give him some advice. And of course, Matt's advice is, go for Teresa. <laughs> and Dirk is just like, no. But um, that's good though, because he picks up and he's like, if I vote for Teresa, they're going to think that I'm a traitor. Yeah. So he's he's not he's not up for that plan. There's, there's various chats and small groups. They're all kind of circling around Dirk. Dirk thinks that she's convinced Matt to vote Dirk as well with everyone else Mm -hmm. and then he says in his MIV that his fingers were crossed (laughs) so dumb Um, so we we go into banishment and it looks like it's pretty dead cert that Dirk is going home Mm -hmm. from the way that all these discussions are going so we get into the banishment room Roger, Roger arrives and I've noticed this habit that he's got right, when every time Roger walks through a door he immediately buttons his blazer. Like, it's just this thing I've I noticed in this episode. Oh, he does this every time. He walks through the door and he, like, buttons up. I don't know why. I don't know. Is this, like, a th- an actor thing that he's learned on? That? Yeah, it just, like... Well, I mean, I'm kind of in love with Roger, so... Um, yeah, he always buttons up. Like, is that a thing? But quite a Maybe lot of men like... do that, though, when they're wearing, like, three-piece suits. Like, they'll sit down and they'll unbutton and then they'll stand yeah, up and they'll button. I guess... I guess. Anyway, sorry, I was thinking about Roger for a moment. Um, so he reminds the group. <laughs> he reminds the group that Mark, who was very good at catching traitors, is gone, mm-hmm. and he reminds them about Kate's shield. Uh, I, I've never spoken about this before, but I wonder how how do the hosts make these speeches like? 
Claudia in the UK and Alan coming in the US. Like, do they memorize these lines or do they have an earpiece and they've been fed it all? Oh, fed it. Aye, 100%. Yeah, because they're obviously not making it up. Like, obviously, somebody wrote those little speeches and they have to say it. Like, Roger is an actor, so I can kind of imagine. I bet he could just memorise the lines. Yeah. It's not good Alan coming. But like, Claudia's Claudia. not, Claudia's Claudia. not an actress. Ah, but she's been presenting for donkey's years. I know, but she. I, th- well, I guess she's probably just used to reading off like auto cues. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. They probably have an earpiece. They've probably like, got an earpiece like as in a, right, this happened at the trial today to remind them because there's a lot that goes on. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, I thought... And they probably they actually must have an earpiece because that must be how they always pick who votes first. You know, every time mm-hmm. they go round to reveal the votes, it it's it never it doesn't start with the same person every time. Roger yeah. will just be like, tonight we're going to start with Faye, and um, <laughs> so the producers must tell him like, right, here's who to start with tonight to make mm-hmm. it the most exciting. So I guess they they need an earpiece for all that. Yeah. Unless, like, in between takes, somebody, like, runs on into the room and, like, whispers in his ear, like, Roger, do this next, and then runs out. I don't think so. And then burn button your blazer. (laughs) (laughs) So Roger asks who wants to start discussion, and Dirk immediately just goes, good evening. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm dancing. I've just looked at my watch, and I was like, the ice cream van's just about to come round. I'm going keep to keep it in. Keep it in. Because like, I can hear it, yeah. which means everyone listening will hear it. Okay. Yeah. He I guess that match is like Dirk's like, good evening. Um, so we planned the ice cream truck, actually. Uh, he acknowledges that his name is out there. And <laughs> he also says he's quite surprised. He says he knows he said something that was maybe a bit stupid. And then Fee comes in and, and says, right, here's what you said. You said you weren't thinking about murder. I can't believe you said that. And then Dirk gives this, like, amazing speech. Yeah. And he says, if they banish him, they're going to ruin their winning streak. They're returning to the pack mentality that they had at the start when they just kept getting it wrong. This is a big mistake. And, like, the thing is, like... I, Speeches don't really mean anything. Like a traitor, he could still be a traitor and just be saying yeah. all this. But he's he's so good at like making it really emotive, and he's yeah. obviously like a performer. He, when when you look at him, you you can see that he's being genuine. Yeah, like yeah, he seems quite desperate. Not yeah. desperate, but quite like almost upset that they're about to make a big mistake. Yeah, and it's not fair. So he's kind of. I like with them. that he jumped in first as well, so nobody could talk shit about him. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even kidding you. It's like every like ten houses drives up. Yep, it's the icy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll just keep one. Um, yeah, I think you're you're right. The fact that he just immediately was like, "Hi," it was. Yeah. He kind of made he it pretty clear, like, owned, "I know you're all talking about yeah. me, so I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. Let's get mm-hmm. out of the way." And maybe a traitor wouldn't have done that a traitor would have been like oh god i'm just going to sit back and hope nobody talks about me so i think that worked in his favor Mm -hmm. uh so Teresa then turns her attention to kate and they have like a little bit of a spat because basically they both suspect one another and Mm -hmm. then roger steps in and it's quite unusual because he says oh there are two or three names out there are they the only ones it's like he's trying to guide the discussion We've seen this a couple of times. I feel like he's been yeah. fed, you know, in his earpiece or whatever. He's been told, right, Roger. This um, is going to be the same as episode dit, 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 because the two of them are having a go at each other again because they're both yeah. alpha females. That's what the problem is. Yeah. So the, they're maybe they're like, right, Roger, get the get that you talk about someone else. Yeah. Like, this this is going to be, this isn't that exciting if they're just talking about the same people for half an hour. Um, so you, Matt? M- Matt could have just kept quiet here, oh. but he doesn't. He starts up again. He starts gibbering nonsense about Teresa. Uh, Alex gets quite annoyed. She essentially says that she was going to vote for Dirk, but now Matt is digging his own grave. Mm-hmm. And even Craig steps in, and Craig is so like placid and nice and lovely by the by the the looks of it. And even he steps in and says, "Matt, you're behaving so unreasonably. Like you're driving everyone crazy." Um, and then Fee 
praises Dirk for the way that he's carried himself. She's like, you've totally, you've given an amazing speech. Yeah. You've like convinced me that's amazing. And then she just says, Matt, you're total chaos. I love how she said that because she's got it right in the head there. <laughs> because he is. He's yeah. all over the place. He is, but should they vote for him? Like, yes. do you think? <laughs> I don't even, like, I don't even think that's good TV because you've got people that, that, that are like, the antagonizers, the, the, the arseholes that you love to hate. He just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Like, yeah. And he kind of, like, kind of shoots himself in the foot because he kind of goes one direction and quickly swerves right back round. Yeah. Like, it's like whiplash, man. What's going on? Yeah. And I actually think that's the, his downfall here is that yeah. they realize that he's not, he's not even being honest because he pretended that he wasn't going to vote for Teresa and he'd said to Teresa, like, oh, we're cool now. And then in the management room, he's like, ha ha, still going to vote for Teresa. Yep. So I think that happy. just makes them go, oh God, like you, yep. we thought you were not going to do that. Which makes them look dishonest and then therefore maybe a traitor. Yep. So the votes come in and basically everyone votes for Matt except Kate, who votes for Dirk still. And Matt, who obviously votes for <laughs> Teresa. Um, and I, I made a little note at this point I still don't actually understand why he does suspect her so strongly. Like, I don't actually know why. I think he's just got a feeling that she <laughs> Did you see her face? <laughs> what, when, when he voted for her? Or when he voted for her, like, she's raging. <laughs> you can just see her going, you little arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like, he's... Uh, several episodes ago, his initial reasoning was that he he thought that Teresa and Fee and Justine were uh, like a trio of Clean. traitors, and that they were they were voted for the same person every time, and he thought that was really suspicious. But then Justine got murdered, so she's obviously not a traitor. It's, and yeah, he's like clung on to that one thing, and also he said that he thought Teresa was just like really loud, and therefore she was manipulating everyone by making herself like kind of the leader of the pack and stuff. Oh. Other than that, I don't know why he thinks she's actually a traitor. He's maybe just had an instant disliking to her. Or yeah. he maybe just doesn't have a clue who is. Yeah. He's just going with his initial like feeling. Yeah. Yeah, he maybe thinks, oh, in this game it's so easy to get put off and mm-hmm. get sidetracked. You, what you should do is pick one person and just stick to them until yep. they're gone. Yeah. I think. Um, also, during the voting, when we saw we see Paul turn over his slate, like I forgot Paul was even in the show. Like that's how intensely he's been edited out. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh god, it's that guy. Yeah. Uh, and I know I keep I keep talking about interviews. <laughs> I also spoke to Paul. So I spoke to Paul for over an hour. We did an interview. It's going to be on the podcast. And I asked Paul all about this, all about why don't we see much of you. Uh, so he had some really interesting things to say there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just doing lots of plugs for future episodes. I'm just like, I just want people to keep listening. So I'm <laughs> I'm teasing the listeners. Um, so Matt stands up. He's received the most votes overwhelmingly. Uh, and he reveals, of course, that he is faithful. And everyone just looks totally baffled. <laughs> Because I think they just can't understand why you would behave like why that. he was behaving like that if he wasn't a traitor. So yeah. they're just like, what? And and then even though the mood's quite like sinister and down, Fee just suddenly goes, Top ten, woo! Yeah. <laughs> um Dark is so relieved because and he doesn't know how he survived. And I, I felt quite sorry for him here. Because mm. I just think he doesn't really deserve all this bad attention. Yeah. He's a good soul. Yeah. So we go to Traitor's Tower for the the end of the night, and they arrive to a card on the table, and they're very nervous about it. And we we only have two traitors now. We've only got Nigel and Marielle. The card says, "Traitors, your numbers are dwindling. The faithful are growing in confidence, and you are in dire need of reinforcements. Instead of murder, you will recruit one faithful to join your ranks." Although they will have the right to refuse, should they accept, the new blood will become a traitor immediately. So they start to go through their options. They talk about a few people. They think about Kate. They think if she accepts, 
she's quite likely to be banished tomorrow anyway, so maybe it's not worth it. But then Nigel says, but that would be good because it would they could vote along with the faithfuls and it would make the faithfuls feel like they've achieved something. Mm-hmm. They think about Teresa and they think actually it would be better to let her get banished herself because again she's quite a loud character so mm-hmm. maybe it's likely people are going to turn on her at some point which <laughs> Matt would have loved um, they, they think about Fee and it's just an immediate nope it's like nah not Fee um, why do you think they do that why not Fee I don't know like she's a very lovable bubbly character that gets on with everybody that's quite like I don't, know, I don't know if boisterous is the right word to use, but she's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I, I would have voted her either, actually. Would have got her yeah. I think they think she won't, she wouldn't be able to keep it a secret or it would be so, she would probably change her behaviour in yeah. a really obvious way because she's so open and yeah. funny. And, uh, they think about Dirk and again, they think, well, he's under the spotlight. If Kate is the next one banished, and says, oh, I'm a faithful... They're just going to come back to Dirk again anyway. Yeah. Do you know, do you see the, see the, I just want to go back to the statement that Dirk made of saying that if you're going to vote me out, I would rather go out at a nomination than get murdered. Mm-hmm. Like, that must be... It's quite gut-wrenching, that, eh? It's quite, it's quite a shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I was just thinking about that there. It's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They think about Alex. They're not sure if she would even accept if they offered it, so therefore that's quite risky. They think about Lewis. Nigel says he's the only other person he'd consider because, like Alex, he's not on anyone's radar, so that would be quite good for them to pick somebody who's really not got eyes on them right now. Mm -hmm. They don't even discuss Paul or Craig, or if they do, we don't see it. So they decide on Alex... And they, but they, it's quite ruthless what they say. They're like, well, they'd rather recruit her and then sacrifice her mm-hmm. than turn on one another. So we cut to the letter being slid under Alex's door, and it says, You have been chosen to join the traitors. Do you accept this offer or refuse? And we see Alex deliberating about it. She realizes, well, the traitors do have a massive advantage because they don't ever have to worry about being murdered so they can sleep through the night. Um, And she says, well, what's the best way of surviving to the end and winning that money as a traitor or a faithful? At the end of the day, it's a game and I have what it takes to win. And we're left wondering if she will accept. And that's where the episode ends. So, a really, a really great cliffhanger, I think. Yep. Uh, if who would you have recruited if it wasn't Alex, or would, or would you agree with the? Do you think Alex was the best choice? I think Alex is the best choice. I think okay. she has remained kind of in balance with everybody. Her name's not been flung out. She's, she's not like got any enemies in there. She gets on with everybody. She's quiet, she's observant, and then you can also see in, in that wee interview that she does at the end, she's like, they think I'm the good girl. They're wrong. Yeah. So she's, she's, she's in it, like. Yeah. Uh, anyone else apart from Alex? Uh, no, not really, no. Okay. I think I... it would have been nice for Teresa, but I think they would have just nominated her out. Yeah. To be honest with you, they would have nominated Tree out. As well. I think Alex has been the best choice. Yeah. I also think Craig could have been quite a good choice because he's quite like Alex. In fact, him and Alex are quite close. Mm-hmm. Like he Craig seems very sort of just quite sweet, just quite a nice guy. He seems like he gets on with everybody. I don't I've never heard anyone mention his name at Banishment. I don't know if Craig would want to be a traitor. Like, so he might struggle, he might just refuse it. Maybe that's why they don't pick him, because they think he's not going to accept this. I think he's too quiet and he's too shy. Mm-hmm. So, you uh, have watched ahead, I think, so yeah. you know what's going to happen, whether mm-hmm. Alex is going to accept or not, but we won't talk about that. No. Uh, overall, uh, did you enjoy this episode? 
Yes. And you know, it, it took me a while when I first started watching the season. I watched maybe 10, 15 minutes the first episode and I thought, oh my God, no way. Uh, and I'm glad you told me to go back and persevere with it because it's, it's, it's quite a juicy season. Yeah. Lots happening. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Now, we are almost ready to finish our game of betrayal but before we do i'm going to ask you a couple of things firstly where can we find you on social media social media um i have got an instagram account and my name is at chisarella you follow me on both your accounts so if you want to find me there taking lots of nice pictures of the glorious weather we're having in scotland right now so yeah i'm there on instagram okay and you usually give us good recommendations for what we should be watching. Yeah. So what are you watching right now, apart from the traitors, that we should check out? So there's two things. There is a American comedy called Superstore on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Um, it follows like people in like a giant supermarket and their lives and how they got on with the customers and stuff like that. And I work in retail and it's so spot on <laughs> uh, and it makes me laugh out loud. Um, so I just finished that. I binged it. There's like six seasons of it. I binged it. And I've now started Community, which is another oh, yeah, American yeah. program, which I've seen as well. Um, and it's basically follows six students of different ages, different cultures, different backgrounds in America um that's a comedy as well it's quite good yeah okay uh uh Superstore has got America Ferreira in it yeah, is that right yeah. yeah that's so funny you reminded me actually when you were talking about retail that I'm gonna I'm gonna give a recommendation as well it's not for a program it's for a social media sort of creator uh-huh. who I, I'm he there's a guy called Tim Collins and he does he works in retail and he makes just funny videos characters he's australian yeah (laughs) so and i i've i've tied you in a few of these things um it's true though he has he really makes me laugh um he and he does some of his videos are about working in retail and some of them he just sends up different types of he he does lots of videos where he kind of makes fun of like early 2000s culture uh he just makes me giggle so much so his uh, not that he needs like a plug from me. He's got like two hundred thousand followers on Instagram, but as <laughs> you his username on Instagram is one hundred percent that Tim, and he's if you like Fee and the Traitors, you, this guy will make you laugh as well. Yeah, he's funny. So I've actually started following somebody as well. Okay. Um, I need, I need to find he's, he's Australian as well, and he's so funny. And he's I think his name's like Joe Bergs. Mm-hmm. And um, he comes on and he's like, he says, if there's three things about Australia, if you want to come visit Australia, da da da, and he always goes, if you value your life, <laughs> <laughs> these videos are really funny. I think I've potentially tagged you in a couple of them, um, but he talks Probably. about Australia and the good parts of Australia, the bad bits of Australia, and what he likes about the UK, what he likes about the US, and it's quite funny. It's really short videos. Yeah. Uh, he's quite funny. I find myself sitting watching them for quite a wee while. Good. Yep. I mean. Basically, anyone with an Australian accent who's like mildly funny, I will hysterically laugh <laughs> yeah. at. So, same. No, and not laugh at. I mean, laugh with. Oh, I. So I'm not like being shady to the Australians. I mean, no. I find you all funny. Well, this uh, this anyway. guy's like, if an Australian offers you a beer, you take it. <laughs> uh, don't be offended if you get sworn at quite a lot because that's just their culture. And then he's like, not everybody looks like Margot Robbie and uh, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and he's, he's just he's just so funny. He's so funny. So funny. But again, doesn't need a plug for me. <laughs> well, who knows? So, Lindsay, we've been playing the Trida Trita. Ooh. Ah. So I told you a lie somewhere in our conversation. Have you lied to me? Um, no. I know that I'm really rubbish at this, and like every time before we do the episode, you're like, "Have you got a lie?" And I'm like, mm. um, "No, I haven't got a lie. I'm really sorry." And I was trying to catch you out, and I was going on to Google, and I went on to um, Instagram to make sure that Matt did say that comment, and he did, so I liked it. And then I went on to make sure that you're actually following <laughs> Kate, which you are. So I was like, "Shit, what is he lying about?" So like. My detective like powers are not working because I was trying to catch you out too much and I was just googling and trying to find out. So I don't know what you lied. 
I love how throughout the whole thing you're just like in the background on your yeah. on your like computer like type 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 research research <laughs> and like the other pure two CSI know, yeah yeah so the, um, the second thing what was the first thing that I actually found you're like oh what was that and you're like oh what what, what do you remember it was I remembered halfway through and it was Matt saying that Teresa still is a traitor Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Alright, so I was on yeah. your normal Instagram and then your traitor one to like make sure and then oh, I liked yeah. the post and I was like, right, he's not lying about yeah. that. Yeah, Matt Matt commented on, mm-hmm. on the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Uh so I well, you didn't tell is your lie that you didn't tell a lie? Is no, it this thing you, again? You did this all the right, time. Okay. I actually didn't tell a lie. Can I tell you what I thought your lie was? Uh-huh. I actually, throughout it, I thought that at the end, when you told me about the Australian Instagram person called Jewel something, I was like, oh, she's making this up. But is that real? That was real. Okay. I thought that was a lie. Oh my God, I could have totally lied about that. So I was oh, like was nodding really... along, being like, oh yeah, I've sounds really you, funny. I've tried some stuff. And yeah. in my head, I was like, hm, not real. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, I'd tried some of stuff. You probably have. Don't worry, you'll get super tagged in the next couple of days. But it's fine. When you tag me and stuff, I just ignore it, so I would have no yeah, idea. I know, I know. Um, Post have you got any... don't even like them or anything. <laughs> I'll only like them if they legitimately make me laugh out loud. That's my rule. <laughs> so, um, Lindsay, have you got any idea what I lied to you about? Um, no, but it's probably going to be something that you said right at the start of the episode because that's where you normally lie. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My lie, no, actually, I actually I lied twice about kind of the same thing, and I realised as I was speaking halfway through, I was going to have to lie again. My lie, and it was quite shady because it was really, really small. And this is what I was worried that you had taken notes because if you had really taken uh, notes, you might have caught me out on the this. First time I ever took notes. I said that in the previous episode they won one hundred forty-eight thousand dollars in the gamble, and that was a lie. They had won one hundred thirty-eight thousand, so I changed the money. And I thought, God, if she's written that amount down, she's going to catch me. But then later on, when I had to say what the new total was, as I was reading it, I was like, Oh God, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do quick maths. I'm going to have to add on the fake amount that I included. <laughs> but luckily, you didn't catch me. Out, I didn't even notice now. Which means I win, and I'm the best liar, and I'm a traitor. You said it, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. As always. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Right. It's been a blast. It's been a blast. Did you enjoy it, a handy? Oh God, uh, yeah. I said, Jesus, <laughs> what does that mean again? <laughs> I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll add that in my vocab. You will, because I'm going to keep using it until you just accept it. No, I don't know if I like it. We'll see. No, 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 no. I'll talk to you soon, Lindsay. Talk okay. to you, handy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hello, Trader listeners. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive with Lindsay as much as I did, which you can probably tell from my giggling throughout the entire episode. Although I said at the beginning I don't have any TT news, I do have pretty exciting news about the podcast itself. From here on in, every episode will be followed by an extra bonus episode featuring an interview with either the banished or murdered contestant from that episode, quite often both. I've already recorded several of those interviews, but I'm yet to speak to several of the others. So if you want to send me any questions to pose to the contestants, take a look at the podcast Instagram or Twitter pages to see which interviews are coming up and get in touch with me. You can do that on Twitter at the Tradar Pod or Instagram at the Tradar Podcast, or you can email me at the Tradar Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, what this update means is that my first contestant interview of this season will be with the man of the hour, the now-banished Matt. We managed to sync up across hemispheres and time zones, and you can listen to my no-holds-barred interview with Matt on the next bonus episode right now. Until next time, stay faithful.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.